2: Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. So, looks like Joe Biden was able to protect the Iranian terrorists, the Iranian <laughs> proxy fighters, as best as possible. He did have to hit them. He had no choice because of public opinion. Of course, he
1: gave them a week's notice.
2: Yeah, he did. And even Associated Press, their write up on it, it was hilarious. Uh, abandoned days ago, all they left behind was a propane stove they forgot. In the, co- in the Time cover story about Taylor Swift, a, a, a copy of Time, but otherwise they completely cleaned out their whole terrorist, Heidi hole. even the Associated Press says. So Joe Biden did his best. He can't do any better to protect these proxies. Get them back into battle. Get them fighting. Getting, get them hitting uh, soldiers again. That's, that is the goal. I'll explain to you why in a minute. Um, the, 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 if you want to know how absurd this state of affairs is, and it's absurd, here's CNN national security correspondent. So this is C- I'm sorry, CBS's national Cor- uh, security correspondent, David Martin. He's the guy who covers the Pentagon from them. He's standing at the Pentagon giving this news report about how even the Pentagon, as woke as they are, Lee, is shocked at the degree that Joe is giving the terrorists a heads up so they could be safe and not be hurt. In these strikes um, in retaliation for the murder of those three soldiers.
1: Well, the military was perplexed by the degree to which the administration telegraphed these strikes because it gave the militia leaders and Iranian operatives in Iraq and Syria time to either get out of the country or go to ground by surrounding themselves with women and children.
2: Oh, well, yeah, that was the point, Bud. That is the point. That was the, the goal. We don't want to actually hurt anyone. There's <laughs> only
1: one way military action is effective, and if you kill people.
2: You yeah, blow
1: we- up things and you kill people. These people are responsible for the deaths of Americans. Several of them, as a matter of fact, not just the three that were killed there, but, of course, they're quite honestly uh, indirectly, well, very, very directly responsible for those two Navy SEALs that died as well. Yeah. And the only way this becomes effective, the only way it becomes a deterrence, the only way that it becomes a, a, a position where you stop the, the, the enemy... From hurting your people is you kill people and you blow up things. And when you traitorously, what seemingly traitorously, mention a week ahead of time or leak ahead of time what you're going to do and where you're going to do it is is inexcusable. Had that been a Republican or a MAGA-backed uh, type of um, whistleblower in the Pentagon that had done that, they'd be in the brig right now.
2: And they should. um But you know, it's Joe's cool. Cool over the weekend, mainstream media even covering this, like in Michigan. A lot of these Muslims, because so many of these Muslim immigrants, many of them brought in by Barack Obama, have massed there that, you know, Michigan is a must win state for Democrats. They're afraid the Muslim, the Muslims there who support Iran, support the Houthis, support Hezbollah, um, that they will simply stay home. And so this is why Joe, and this is only part of it, um, has to make sure to not hurt Iran and the proxies while Fooling everybody else into thinking that he's, you know, maybe doing something. So I mean, he could not, he could not risk one of these, you know, terror leaders, these proxies for Iran being hurt. Cause that's gonna hurt him in Michigan. They'll know that guy's hurt. It got so ridiculous over the weekend. There were I, I covered this at Battleground America podcast. There were actual terror leaders who are proxies for Iran. That were putting out press statements saying, don't worry, I'm safely out of the kill zone. I'm, I'm good. I made it. I'm, I'm, I didn't get hurt by the, by the missiles. I mean, this is just how ridiculous this is. You want to know what's even more ridiculous, though? It is, it is now Monday. It is the 5th of February. That makes it just over a week. We are still funding Iran. I predicted this, did I not? Oh, I said oh, yeah. we would yeah. do strikes. Yeah. Shocking. Oh, look at the kaboom. They would release the kaboom videos and we'd go right on funding Iran. So they would have the money needed to kill our troops again and hit our ships and then all the other good stuff they do. And sure enough, not one dime has been has been taken back again. The 16 billion dollars that Joe Biden has given them uh, since September in two tranches of cash, allegedly for humanitarian purposes. But they could just draw down. There's no there's no verifying it. Um, And that's what they're doing. That's where all these drones and bombs and missiles are coming from. We're paying for those. But think about this. You killed three Americans, okay? Cold-blooded murder. You flew the drone right in, behind our drone. This was, again, they're not caught in a crossfire or something. This is cold-blooded murder. Premeditated cold-blooded murder. Can you not just put the sanctions back on that Trump had on Iran, the crippling sanctions? Can you not do that? Nope. I mean, that was just... For Iran being a state sponsor of terror, okay? That they, it wasn't about them having killed any Americans. Put this put sanctions back on. It's been worth a hundred billion with a B billion to them so far in oil revenue. Nope, no sanctions. Okay, cool. Hey, we could still claw back what's left of the billions we gave them since October and September. How about that? No. Okay, maybe Iran shouldn't have missiles, Lee. Like, that could be bad since yeah. they're only five months away from being fully nuclear-armed. Hey, maybe we could put the sanctions back on to block them from buying missiles. Nope, not going to do that. Lifted those in October. All right, last-ditch effort here. Okay, because those, the, the Houthis in Iran killed those two Navy SEALs. They did. How about this? How about we redesignate the Houthis as a terrorist organization? A real designation like the one Trump put on them. Not the
1: fake one that they recently uh, introduced, where you still can fund, um, you know, people that they're interested in and trying to protect.
2: Yeah. See, so the one that Trump had would have said it was sanctions on the Houthis, but also anyone who funded or armed the Houthis, that would be Iran, right? Joe doesn't want to stop the arming of the Houthis because he's on Iran's side. He is and he's on the Houthis side. But wait, aren't they lobbying those? You know, aren't they lobbying, like, you know, firing at our ships? Yeah, but Joe don't care. He's on Iran's side. So he is. I mean, you guys, there's no other way to look at this if you watch what he's doing. So at a minimum, in response to those two SEALs being dead now, uh, because they boarded a ship and they, you know, we we found the hardware being shipped from Iran. We caught him red-handed. Can, can you put the same terror designation on him that Trump had? No. Why? Well, because then Iran can't arm him, Lee. So we don't care. We don't. Joe does not care if you die in the line of fire. He doesn't care. He is fully on Iran's side. He's going to make sure they have the money and the weaponry to keep firing. And this is also part of the thing that started with the Obama administration. Where they I mean, they didn't hide it. It's not a secret. They said they believed a nuclear-armed Iran would lead to peace in the Middle East because it would provide balance. Balance to who? Oh, Israel. What? But that's what they think, and they've been trying for a long time. So we can't even, in response to two other deaths, we can't even put the Houthis. By the way, do you realize something? The terror designation that Joe, it's it's a fake terror designation, put on the Houthis, is so weak, they can still get visas and come here. They're not even barred from coming to the country to retaliate. That's, That's how... Plum nuts this is. Well, pretty
1: much anybody in the world can come through our southern border right now anyway. It doesn't make any difference.
2: But they can get visas, so it's good. Send the Houthis the welcome wagon. So um, they could do whatever they want. They will do whatever they want. And look, the the really devastating thing about this, Lee, is not just how maddening all this is. They look at this stuff, these five things I just listed, and what they conclude is that in the notice they got to clear out so none of them would get hurt and they could go right on killing our troops, they conclude, Joe Biden's on our side. He's got our back. He's got our six. And and he does. And Iran is not wrong to conclude that. And that is the importance of this money. It's not just that it's funding it, $100 billion. It's that they see, they understand, they get Joe's still on our side. Let's keep attacking the troops. Let's keep the Houthis flush with cash. Let's keep the American ships bombarded. Let's keep the shipping lanes closed. There's not Lee, there's no good end game to this. There's none. No, there's not.
1: Not not the way this is playing out now. And of course this is part of the Biden administration's plan. This is the way they want it to go.
2: I think That what they are doing writ large here, aside from, you know, worried about what people in Michigan think, I think writ large, they are trying to buy Iran time to get nuclear armed. And they don't want to do anything that might scare Iran slowing down or shutting down uh, the purchase of the missiles and the development of the nuclear program. And I think they want it to be nuclear armed by the election. I think they're on a fast timetable. And that's why we're shoving billions of dollars at them why you would want a nuclear arms Iran and how yeah, evil you'd have to be to want that. Yeah. But they are sick people inside the Biden administration. I mean, we've been reading about it, how all these staffers have been advocating for Iran to Joe. That's who he surrounds himself with.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we, we've still got folks within the State Department that have ties to some of oh, these yeah. organizations.
2: Where they're literally natural, national security risk just yes. to have them in the place that they're in. Yeah. So Iran knows, they hear all the inside scuttle, but they know Joe's got their back. They know Joe does not have the military's back. I mean, they know that. That's why they keep lobbying, you know, firing on our troops. They know that. They do whatever they want. And that's not going to change as long as the Democrats in office. But what scares me Lee, is if you watch what they're doing now and how they won't let up, what will they do when they can put a nuke on a missile? Because that's coming. And there's not really good widespread understanding of this. So I guess where we are right now is we have to hope that Israel opens another front in their war and they take on Iran before it's too late. That's what we got to hope. I, I don't, I mean, they, they honestly, Israel should have blown the whole thing sky high by now. I mean, just for their own protection. But um, it's a mess. So I can't believe we are still sitting here a week later. We have three dead soldiers, cold-blooded murdered, and Joe Biden's still funding the, guy, the guys who did it, uh, Iran. So unbelievable. But just as your humble host
0: predicted.
2: It's so wrong and so unfair. Something's got to be done about it. Two-parent privilege is real. What is two-parent privilege? It means if you come from a home where there's like a mom and a dad or like two adults raising you. Maybe it's a step-parent. That's two-parent privilege. It's not fair. So what does the left mean when they say this? We didn't do a good enough job destroying the family and some are still intact. And it's not fair. It's just it's not fair. From the liberal patriot, I don't think there is such a thing, but whatever. Two parent privilege is real. A review of Melissa Kearney's important new book. She's a liberal, naturally. She studied this issue. Two parent privilege is so wrong. Particularly because more white kids have it than other kids, so it's coming. We gotta do something about it. Gotta just gotta fix this. But it's actually really interesting what she's writing in this. Backed with abundant data, you think, and no common sense. She needs data because she's got no common sense. Kearney argues the collapse of marriage is a social institution, which, by the way, the Democrats are doing something every single day to try to further. The collapse of marriage is a social institution among lower income families has compounded the demographic consequences of stagnant wages and the loss of steady employment in many sectors and regions. This phenomenon is inextricable from the education gap. Of course it is. The geographic narrowing of economic opportunity. But shut up. Anyway, they've discovered this. It's not fair. Now, you know how the left is going to want to do. They're going to want to break up more families to make it fair. You know what two parent privileges, you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is in my house most nights. Most nights my husband makes dinner. He cooks. Why? Because I'm working uh, with the kids on on their homework, in crash in particular. Uh, And that buys me that hour Because he's in the virtual program to, and and I have the blessing of being able to go back to wherever in his classwork, he got lost and he could just freeze the video. We can, he has till midnight to turn in his classwork. He can say, mom, I don't, I don't understand this. This this is where I'm hung up. And we can sit together and we can go through it. And it's taken him from a C student who struggled because he had learning disabilities when he was little and he lost a lot to a straight A student quarter after quarter. That's liberal. That that's two parent privilege. But I can't do that as a working mom if my husband doesn't pitch in. So he makes the dinner. I'm good at working with crash. I'm just good at it. And we got a rhythm. And so we sit down. And over the last couple of years, he's gotten to where we used to have to be every night for an hour, hour and a half. Now it's not every day anymore. He's kind of caught up. And we've seen his ended grade scores go from below grade level to at grade level to above grade level. It took three years to do it. That's two parent privilege. Somebody has got your back. And what it means is that when mom is out of the house working, the kids aren't running wild because mom can't afford, um, you know, good, good care for them outside of school hours. It's just reality of situation. Mom's got to work and things come undone at home when mom's got to work. Dad's got to work. There's no mom. Things come undone at home. One person can't do it. You could try and I eat the best of parents do a pretty good job. But not good enough. Not good enough for this to be a society-wide thing. Look, I get people have lost their partners, their terrible divorces, bad things happen. Please don't feel bad if you're a single parent. My sister is and she has struggled and I have seen her struggle. It is unbelievable. And ultimately what she had to do was move back home and my dad picked up the slack. She just couldn't do it. She couldn't work and do the parenting the way that it needed to be done. And she was lucky she had that backup. And I have watched this. And you you can't do it. You can't do the full, you could try it, but no human being can do the full parent job of two parents while working. You just can't. And that's why this beatdown that the left is giving us with inflation and all the terrible things that they have done is so bad. And look what they're saying. This is compounding the demographic consequences of stagnant wages and the loss of steady employment in many sectors and regions. The collapse of marriage is a social institution among low-income families. Remember the study that we had from last month? It's the same thing. What did they find? Two-parent households, poor, poor two-parent household with conservative values produced far better outcomes in the children than single-parent affluent. Single-parent college educated. Why? Two Two parents. Mom's there and dad is there. It takes, I mean, the two of us every night, I know you're just like me two of us every night, we just fall into bed exhausted. That's with both of us. And you still feel you can't get to everything and you can't do everything perfectly and you, you can't, I mean, you just feel like, at least I do. I don't know about you. I never feel like it's good enough. I never feel like I did enough. I never feel like I helped one and then I had to take time away from the other. And there's two of us. So God bless you if you do it. If you can do it as a, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're holding it together, God bless you. I don't know how you're doing it. Texture rates. That's wonderful, Tara. I'm curious. What was the last dinner that your husband prepared? <laughs> oh, it was a frozen crock pot meal. <laughs> it's good though. It was from whatacrock.com. Um, yeah, all last week, in fact, but he dishes it out and tolls it out and stuff like that. We could switch spots. It's just we have what we specialize in. So, uh, Texter writes, um, Tara, the new narrative after Iran goes nuclear will be Trump will destroy the world if elected. The fear mongering and gaslighting will be perpetual. You know what's so amazing about that? If you look at the weapons inspectors from Iran, you know, that have done that the, the, it's former weapons inspectors speaking out now and saying, oh, hey, we thought there would be enough fissile material for just like five nukes, but we think it'll be 12 now. You can take that, you can make suitcase nukes out of it, you could do so many terrible things, go right across our border with it, right? Like, we should be terrified right now to have an open border in Iran with this nuclear material. Because again, yeah, you build it into nukes, sure, I'm sure they'll do that. Um, but there's so many other awful things they could do with it. There doesn't seem to be a societal level awareness of where we are right now and why it's a really bad thing to keep giving them money. Like, there just doesn't seem to be, it's not clicking. It's, it's, there's just not, nobody's really grasping it right now. Text to write sounds like privileged as in two parent privilege translated from liberalese to English means responsible. You know what two parent parent privileges? You got two parents who love each other and they're in the fight. That's what that is. And look, I get a lot of people don't have that. Life dictates things really weirdly. Sometimes I understand it, but as a societal norm, as the Democrats are pushing, it's bad. It's bad, bad news. Um, it's just, it's not good. Uh, texter writes, Tara, two parent privilege question mark. What about two grandparent privilege? Well, that's what my nephew had. My mom and my dad stepped up, pitched in, and um, you know. Yeah, I mean, it does. You just there's got to be somebody that one parent can't do it all. They, you just not not as well as two, and it does, If if it's grandparent privilege, awesome. It's just you got to be an adult there who can really focus on what that kid needs. Texter, texter writes, rates Tira, to implement the Great Reset, Iran has to have and use nukes. That's my fear, but they're determined that Rand's going to get those nukes. You could tell by how that bombing went this weekend." Joe Biden is on track to let in more than 10 million illegals by the time his four-year term is over. He's uh, at nine and some change right now. If you factor in the gotaways, we know how many there are because we have sensors in the ground. We can catch them as their little feet run away. Plus the ones they've processed and brought into the interior. So at nine, almost 10 million, he'll be at definitely 10 million. Why do you need so many? Why do you need so many? I you know, think about it. I mean, we know we've already got like, what, 22 million here. I mean, it's like another 10 million. Why do you need all of that? Well, it was great to see somebody very credible like Elon Musk say the same thing I've been telling you for a long time. He tweeted this. And this is a next level understanding of what the Democrats are doing. I kind of was surprised by it. Elon Musk tweeted this. Biden's strategy is very simple. Number one, get as many illegals in the country as possible. Number two, legalize them and create a permanent majority, a one-party state. This is why they are encouraging so much illegal immigration. Simple yet effective. Elon Musk tweeted. Okay. But what will that look like? I mean, they got to amnesty them to get them voting, right? Nope. mm No, illegal immigrants have their own swing state now. Did you know this? I'm going to deep dive into this and a couple other things in the Battleground podcast today. You can get it wherever you download podcasts. In Arizona, unfortunately, the Secretary of State's guy by the name of Adrian Fontes. And Adrian Fontes crafted the state's election procedures manual. And guess what it allows? Illegal immigrants, including those who literally just walked over the border, to vote in federal elections. Wait, what? Yeah, so here's the elections they get to. They don't get to vote in the presidential election on paper. I'm sure there'll be whoopsies there. There were in the last, in 2020, legal immigrant voting, in fact, put uh, Joe Biden over, I believe, in at least two states. I can't ever prove it, but there's so many of those illegal votes. And I'll get into that in a minute. So Arizona is now, illegal immigrants now have their own swing state that they control. So what that means is they can vote in the primaries for president, for the Senate, and for the House. How is that legal? It's not. In fact, federal law is very clear that it is a crime for an illegal immigrant to even register, much less vote. But they don't prosecute that, so. So there's two categories now that have been created in the state of Arizona by this Democrat Secretary of State. There's federal-only So that means um, you're not a resident of the state of Arizona so you can't vote in the city council, mayor, whatever, state legislator, state legislature by the laws of Arizona. But the laws of Arizona don't bar you from voting federally. So guess what you get to? What does that mean? Oh, good luck capturing a Senate seat in Arizona. It's not going to happen. Even worse, illegals are highly registered to vote. Why? Why are they registered to vote? Because the I-9 form that employers are mandated by the federal government to fill out, guess what one of the things they accept? Voter registration card. Which is insane because it's illegal for illegals to have it under federal law. And yet the I-9 form says, oh yeah, your voter registration. So what does that do? They can see illegals go get to voter registration. Then you get a call from the person Democrat headquarters. Oh, you know you can vote, Right. Do you need a ride there? Yeah, Google's spending $40 million to coordinate rides. You need a ride? So, illegals, illegally, will be voting in Arizona in massive numbers. So, this is why to push. This is why to push. This is why they're so desperate. They got to cut the cut the wires. They got to cut the razor wire. They got to get the illegals out. Got to push them, push them, push them, push them. You get Democrats into state into, into positions of power in the other swing states, they'll do it there too. You are beginning to see the replacement that Elon Musk is talking about. So I don't want to get too technical on you, but here's what it says in Arizona in the voter manual. An otherwise eligible registrant who does not sub- submit proof of citizenship or whose U.S. citizenship cannot be verified um, through Arizona records or other records, um, is registered as a federal only voter, which is an it's illegal. It's illegal. Oh god! A federal only voter, according to the manual, is eligible to vote solely in races for federal office in Arizona. So, presidential primary again, Senate and, and Congress. So, any of those seats that are that are going to be heavily contested, think Carrie Lake. She done. Could argue she's done. I can already tell she's done. We can't beat this. Hans von Spakowski, a senior, and we're going to lose the state too. Go ahead and cross that one off the list. We we, we can't beat this. I mean, we cannot beat that influx of illegals they have pumped in there. Because uh, unlike Texas, Arizona is not only not fighting, they're, they're shipping them in the state. Hans von Spakowski, a senior legal fellow at the Conservative Heritage Foundation, told Daily Caller he believes Arizona's two-tiered voter registration system could enable illegal uh, migrants to vote heavily in upcoming elections. You bet they will. I think it's absolutely a possibility because if you aren't requiring proof of citizenship, you're simply going on people's word. Yes, that's what they're doing. And why would they give you their word, their citizens? Because they want the card for the I-9 form. That's why. That's why they'll lie. God, Democrats are so smart. they just me and they run circles around us. The Justice Department, he says, that's the Federal Justice Department, they don't prosecute these cases even though it's a felony under federal law for an alien to register and vote. By the way, those are two separate felonies. Registering is one, felony voting is the other, but nobody cares. Aliens have an incentive, a voter registration card, which you get when you register. That's a gateway for getting other kinds of ID. So what is happening? We're watching this. They're codifying fraud. Fraud gets codified. Does that make it legal? No, that's why I use the word codified. It's not legal. It's highly illegal. But If we can't seize the reins of control at the federal level, if we can't win the presidency, or when we do, with Trump, he failed to, unfortunately, but he did, fail to take control of the Department of Justice, this is what happens. Meaning... Quote, this is Von Spokosky, the same illegal aliens who have flooded across our border at unprecedented levels in recent years could help decide the winner of the state's Republican presidential primary in March and then go on to pick Congress members and senators from Arizona. Because the voter uh, manual is exempt from legislative review, we should expect nothing less from the most radical far-left administration in the history of Arizona state government. So... Arizona as a swing state is gone. It's totally gone. By the way, the state party there is broke as well. So there's not going to be any kind of get out the, the vote. Off. So we're going to have to win it in other swing states, but but not that. So the, uh, the, the I mean, the, dr- folks, this is truly conquering territory. They have, con- the illegals have conquered the territory of Arizona. It is theirs now. It is theirs now. By the way, why is this happening? Why have we heard this before? Well, the voter manual cites a 2013 Supreme Court ruling in Arizona v. Inter-Tribal Council of Arizona. It was brought by a far-left organization challenging Arizona's law requiring verification of citizenship in order to vote. The justices ruled in an absolute betrayal and a 7-2 decision that the National Voter Registration Act preempted Arizona's citizen verification law leading to the creation of state's two-tiered voting system. And that's how they stole Arizona using illegals watch this in coming years you're gonna see this duplicated throughout the swing states, as illegals take control politically of more states illegally folks this is dual justice this is dual justice like you just you no know, wonder they're flipping us the bird on their way out of court on no bond no wonder well, they're laughing What does a society look like when it loses, the, the citizens in it lose the will to live? No, I mean, even, even to survive, even to, to live. Like what I just saw on Fox News. I'm just reading the Chiron, you know, just flashed. i got it on in the uh, studio. Houthis vow revenge for strikes. Wow. Houthis vow revenge. For, so who are the Houthis? Uh, goat herders, basically who now have top-notch military equipment because Iran gives it to them. We know that because we caught Iran doing it. Two SEALs died in the process, but Joe doesn't care about that. Um, two Navy SEALs, God rest their souls. So yeah, we know we caught them dead to rights, that they're the ones blowing up our ships. And we know that the equipment that they used to do it comes from Iran and, uh, you know, Navy SEAL washed overboard and uh, enter- bordering a, an Iranian ship, dropping it off. So we got the Houthis vowing revenge right now, right? Fox News, Kyra. Cool. Well, so, I mean, if the Houthis are vowing to... Literally vowing to kill us. Can we revoke their visas so they can, like, not come here? No? Okay, cool. They can still come? All right, which, yeah, because they may vote Democrat, I guess, in Arizona. I don't know. Folks, the Houthis are vowing to... They are vowing to kill us. Okay? If you want to live, which is, I think, a very bipartisan thing, wanting to live... If you want to live at this point, you put the terror designation back on the Houthis that Trump had on them. What does it do? For starters, denies them visas to come here and vote Democrat. They can't come here and vote Democrat before, during, or after they kill us. Common sense. It's what a society that wants to live does. But they can come because the terror designation that Joe gave them allows that so exciting. In fact, they created a special one. What else would you do? You would put sanctions on the Houthis, right? Yeah, the sanctions that came with their designation, like if you do business with them, we cut you off. you do that. Do we do that? No. They're literally threatening to kill us on the news this morning. No sanctions. Okay. What does that mean? Well, the reason Joe won't sanction the Houthis is because guess where they're getting their equipment from? Iran. If he sanctions the Houthis and puts the terror designation back on him, guess what? Now we got to take action against Iran. They don't want to do that. So literally right now we are funding the Iranians billions of dollars, $100 billion since the Biden administration took, effect, took office in sanctions, relief, oil money, and then frozen money that we unfroze. $16 billion of that. We are giving them the money to give the Houthis the hardware to blow up our ships, kill our SEALs, and maybe even our soldiers, check. Can we put, can we put, the, they're threatening to kill us. Can we put the designation back on them, please? No. Okay, so they can just go right on getting military equipment to kill us with from Iran. hmm And we're going to pay for the military equipment for Iran. Uh-huh. We don't want to live. I, I don't, I also don't know what else to conclude at this point. It's not partisan. We don't want to live. We feel that our lives are second to the lives of the Houthis. We don't want to live. No, this this is end-stage stuff, civilizationally. I wish somebody would explain this to the American people.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.